El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And I am his wife, Rosie. I want to thank you guys so much for being with us week after week. Yes, we're getting more and more listeners and you guys are sharing with your friends and even binging on old yeah. shows. So we're really happy. All the DMs, we read them and yeah, uh, we just know that the shows have been blessing you and uh, hopefully this one will too. Yeah, you guys really motivate us to keep going. You guys really motivate us to really make us feel that we're making a difference and helping yeah. people. And being sincere has its fruits, you yeah. know, because it's scary to be sincere and really be open with you, especially about marriage. Yeah. I mean, the easiest thing in the world is to pretend. Yeah. You know, everyone can act and pretend like their Instagram and their Facebook and their marriage is mm -hmm. perfect. But it's then that vulnerability that I think uh, you honor God and honor each other. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate that you guys appreciate that. I mean, we're not going to sit here and be cute. I mean, Abel and I thank God. Um, man, babe, we got over 2015. Yeah. I think that's just marked in my brain forever. And we've gotten through 2013 yeah. and so many things. And man, um, sometimes it's scary to say, hey, we've been through the valley. I never yeah. want to go back there again. For sure. But you know what, baby? Sometimes in life, even though we've gotten to a better place. Right. Let's say either you've gotten to a better place in your relationship, in your marriage, or whatever it is you want to call it. You're in a better place, or you're not even, you've never even gone down a hard place. It doesn't matter whether if you've, whether if you've only been on highs, or everything's been good, or there hasn't been something disastrous happened. You're going to go through rough patches in life. Right. In life, in that life. may affect your marriage. It might not even be, that's a great point, babe. It may not even be like you so, and yeah. your spouse or your couple that are going through it, but maybe your family is yeah. and it's bringing strain onto your yeah. life. Or maybe it's a financial decision or you know what? Illness can come. Yeah. And and someone's illness, though it's no one's fault, can bring strain on your marriage. So because the Bible says, you know what? It rains on everybody, on the yeah. just and unjust. It's going to happen. No one has a perfect life. Something is going to happen. Um, it could be, bring strain on your marriage. And for me, the scariest thing, just to be 100% honest, is will we go back yeah. to that couple? Because Abel and I have our moments. We just had a moment not too long rough ago. Patch. Where it, it was a it was a rough patch. And And thank God it's not as bad as it used to be. I don't no. think so. Maybe because a fight doesn't last three, four days yeah. when it used to last weeks. You know, a fight is one day and then we try and fix it the next day if it, it was if it wasn't resolved that day. Um, but one, we, we have arguments or fights for solutions now. When right. before we used to fight just to be right. Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to be right? I'm going to be right. You're right. I have to say I'm wrong. Fine. But then you're all upset that you're wrong. We don't do that anymore. We're like, all right, dude, I'm mad. You're mad. I was there. Yeah. We, we were there. We don't have to repeat the whole scene again. How are we going to make this better? But those rough patches are scary because they feel like glimpses yeah. of what we used to be. It, you know what it feels like? Am I still that same bad wife I used to be, man? Mm -hmm. Like, I think I've done so much work. And here I am doing the same mistakes Rosie did 2015. Yeah. If, and I used to, real, I used to call it Jenga. 
When you're playing Jenga, sometimes it feels when you're going through these rough patches like Jenga where you're, you're taking out a little block and everything just falls. <laughs> um, we should never play board games. Why? Because that's how we had our first fight. We, like the, you we were, were playing cheating. Monopoly. You I was not cheating. cheating. Oh my God. No, no. <laughs> I was not you cheating. You were cheating? You wanted me to cheat and I didn't want to because cheating and pl- No, what you want. Okay. If you guys have ever played Monopoly, cheat. first of all, Monopoly is from the devil. If you ever play Monopoly <laughs> with your family, you will never walk away with everybody being Even happy. Even if you win, you like Somebody's you feel gonna, bad? No, no, no. Just like- it doesn't matter if you win. The winner feels great, but everybody else ends up super poor, bankrupt, and de- or, or like, just, yeah, they, like just wasted why their life. Why were you trying to bankrupt your girlfriend? We had, like That was literally our first argument. What she wanted me to do. How do you know what I wanted you to do? Because you told me. Oh. I was trying to sell a property to somebody else. It was Petey. I was trying to sell a property to Petey. And you're like, no, I want that property because then I get all three properties and then the rent goes up or something like that. So I was not going to give you that property and you got all upset. Upset. I don't remember the details. People have a really bad memory. So my poor husband and kids have to deal with that. But I do remember that that was our first argument. So this whole Jenga thing just took me back to that like i'm sorry but the whole point is if you've ever played jenga the whole point is to take out a block put it on top without the thing falling jenga is really scary man that's and so are those rough patches it is sometimes you just feel like we're gonna go all the way back like everything that we have tried to because you're going up you're going up you're going up and it's a lot easier to go down you go down a lot faster really quick than than it is that you go up yeah you know in life i mean Gosh, you know, I, I think that's the perfect scenario of what life can be without God. Mm-hmm. It, when our relationship doesn't have Christ in it, no matter how Christian you are, you can have, you know, read the Bible and do your devotional time and y- you f- you feel great as an individual, yeah. but there's a big difference in having God in your marriage together. So Jenga, what you describe right now, just reminded me of like the times when even currently we get so busy, we mm-hmm. get so into the routine that we don't put Christ in the marriage yeah. and then it doesn't have a solid foundation yeah. because the word says that the, that Jesus is the rock. He is the foundation of our marriage. So yeah. if we don't have him in there, then it is Jenga. Yeah. And and I mean, we've done that lately. We, we are not perfect. We forget. We get so busy. We get stressed. You know, we're right. rebuilding our house. We're, we're living somewhere that's not our home. We just transitioned, you know, in so many areas of our life from careers and life. And, you know, our, our we have a two-year-old who fights with his five-year-old and yeah, sister. Right. And, you know, honestly, I think we got into a rough patch, a little itty-bitty one, because Christ wasn't at the center. Mm. And because your focus is on other things. Yeah. We're just so busy. We're just so overwhelmed. You're just so overworked and stuff like that. And, and and now these rough patches don't last. Don't, I mean, they don't have to just last a day, but I mean, they don't just have, they don't have to last a long time, but they could be a rough patch can be a season. A rough yeah. patch can be a month. It can be a week. It can be a quick day of it just being one really bad fight that makes you feel terrible. And, and, and you can, can get, you yeah. Can, yeah. You can definitely fix it right away. But rough patches come in all different shapes and sizes. But what the issue is, is when we confuse these rough patches with like, this is our life now. Yeah. Because when you start doing that kind of stuff, that's what makes you not want to get out of the rough patch. It makes you want to just give up and stay in that hole that you guys dug yourselves and you don't want to get up. Yeah, that's, I think that's a problem. And, and, you know, when Abel and I are having an argument, we try and focus on the moment. 
yeah. the situation that got us here. You know, whatever it can be, I made a mistake, so I'm going to stick with the, the mistake that I made now. Yeah. I think sometimes rough patches feel bigger when you start bringing up the past. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, but you, Rosie, you did this same thing 2015, and then remember you yeah. did it 2018. And I get it. Sometimes you're trying to prove a point because yeah. I do that to Abel too. I'm like, no, dude, like you're the same guy and you're arguing and you're in the heat of trying to prove that you're right. And, and you bring up facts, right? Like Because, I used, because I, it looks like what's happened in the past. Right. So you're thinking by telling them, it's going to remind them what you guys were in the past and they're not going to want to do. But all you're doing is just attacking them. Yeah, you're making them feel bad. Like you're trying to say like, look, 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 yeah, don't do, do this that. again. Or, or at least understand me yeah. that why I don't have hope or why I'm so mad it's i'm so mad because this is the 15th time that this happens right. but then instead of giving that person motivation to change all you yeah. did was make them feel like well i'm i'm no I, different yeah That's i suck i'm yeah. not bad I, I mean i'm bad I'm and i can't person. right when we've had i don't know months that this didn't happen yeah. so it feels like those three four months of you not yelling or not you know lying or or not getting a, a speeding ticket or whatever feels like those three months counted for nothing yeah we are still the same couple right. of of 2015 yeah so um you know i think we're gonna give you some tips on how not to create a a a argument or a fight into a rough patch right and we're also going to just be going over how like how to either watch out for rough patches how to be careful with them and also what the bible says about your life and either being a christian or being in a marriage and what these rough patches mean and whether or not you should have them in your quote-unquote christian life or in your quote-unquote marriage you know like to be that perfect marriage or to do that so we're going to be talking about all that before we get into that i want to go over us baby what are some rough patches that we have gone through in our marriage? Um, and the obvious first one, and this is probably the, the longest rough patch that we had, was death. Yes. Death oh came God, into our yes. marriage. Yeah. And it completely... I think we were a normal marriage before Che died. We were, we, like, nobody's ever ready for, for, for death. Yeah. But, like, we were, like, extra blindsided. I look back at that couple now... And and to me, it's like they were just dumb kids that like like when it comes to marriage standards, yeah. like we weren't even mature no as a couple. We weren't yeah. even mature. And we dated as a three marriage. years. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like, oh, if you date three years, if you date four years, like it, it's just that when you're becoming one, yeah. It's you're new. That uh, yeah. newlywed that 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 new year ugh, yeah. what do you call it? When you're newlyweds, that first year of marriage, it's both exhilarating and great and exciting mm -hmm. and then super duper tough. Yeah. And people say like, Oh, you're newlyweds, yay. And no one talks about like, dude, I don't know how to become one with yeah. this man i yeah. can't talk to him i don't know what he likes i can't cook the way he yeah. likes this is really really tough to become one and you know what let me remind you it takes 10 years yeah. on average to become one with somebody i look at and i look at newlyweds now and i'm like you guys just you don't know you don't know yeah don't do it alone like, is what i think tell like, somebody ask somebody for help it's it's okay like newlyweds obviously you want to you want to have a great marriage you know especially when you're newlyweds but sometimes i feel like they're just so high up that that they're that that they feel the pressure to be like, oh, we made the right decision. Yeah, you right, know? exactly. And that they can't go through they can't go through things and and they can't look 
uh, bothered in public they or anything like that. They can't tell their you know? suegras. They're not going to, you know, especially if people were saying, you guys are never going to make it. You're like, we're going to prove I think, it to you I that think we that, can. I think that every newlywed couple can go through it. And I just want everybody to know that whether you're married or you're newlywed or you're engaged, you're going to go through something. Yeah. And it doesn't and mean that you made the wrong mm-mm. choice. And it doesn't mean that you're not made for each other. And it doesn't, it just means... It is a normal relationship. Yeah. So that rough patch that we went through was... Was when Che died in 2012. We had been married about a year. And, and we were pregnant with Sammy. Sammy. We, we had a decent relationship as far as not even a marriage, but a relationship where we were kind of figuring it out. We were kind of yeah. friends with each other. We were kind of getting through that. And it's not that we weren't bad. It's just... It's just that compared to what we are now, as far as the intimacy and the speaking and the vulnerability and the complete openness, we were still gating that. And a lot of that was my fault. I, I got to take take credit for that in that I was super closed off. My family has never spoken about their feelings, never spoken about their problems, never said anything about what's going on with them, either outside of the of the relationship or even inside the relationship. They just kept watching TV. They just kept get being busy and they just Everything focused was like on laughing at the top of the glacier mm-hmm. you know never going to the nope. depth um and that was a little tough for me so mm-hmm. i'd push you harder yeah. um which caused problems you know i was really not nudging you not asking you it was just like you got to talk to me like i'm your wife you yeah. know and and i didn't do it the correct way i didn't allow you to feel open and my issue is is that um, when I have a feeling, I go all blown, full blown showing you my feeling. Yeah. So if you didn't talk to me, I'm super duper hurt. Or if you know, you couldn't talk to me or you were scared to tell me something, I took it as a full blown lie and got super duper upset. And then that only made you more closed yeah. off. But in the sense, we were still a little bit, I, that's why I said normal quote unquote, because yeah. there were arguments, but they weren't like horrific. No. They got worse later. Yeah. Um, and then there were great moments, but yeah. we didn't even know how to enjoy them as much. So I think we lived a normal life, nine to fives, both of us. Um, We were a blended family, which is the norm now. And uh, we we lived this nice, private, secluded life, going to Mm -hmm. church, going to work, and, you know, spending time with Case. And that was it. It it seemed great. It was great. You know, you tell me about the Downey house, and and I love that. You know, it's it's a great moment in my life, even though there were definitely bad arguments. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider that a bad bad that At that point... We had a good life with bad moments, right? And then, and then, and then the accident happened. Yeah, you know, Che dies on December 9th. and I'll never forget. I kicked you out December tenth because yeah. I knew it was going to get bad. And you had seen me in my eyes as a strong woman, as um, I thought you admired me, and I think you do, and you've always shown that and said that. And I didn't want you to see me in my bad. I mean, de- Che dying was absolutely the worst thing that could ever happen. It was yeah. my biggest fear ever, and I thought, I'm not going to handle this well. Yeah. I knew it, and I couldn't tell anyone else. I couldn't tell Chase kids. I couldn't yeah. tell my mom, and I couldn't tell my brothers. I was the trustee. I got to right. seem like I got it all together. Everyone was doubting me, like, she's too young. She's a girl. She doesn't know about the business. She don't know how to handle this. So I had to be like, no, in front of them, yeah. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a show face. Yeah, but I cannot at my house. My husband's gonna see me fall apart, right. and I don't want him to. I wanted you to still admire me, so I kick you out December tenth. And honestly, you came back. I love you because you're like, babe, I'm not. You took a, a thirty minute walk. You're like, okay, she needs her space. But then you came back and said, babe, I'm not leaving you. And yeah. I loved you so much for that. Yeah. But we had no idea no. how bad I was gonna get. And and I think 
how about how about we got we got because we we were both in it you know yeah um obviously you had such a huge huge hold but i don't blame you only for everything that happened in that that long rough patch because i'm talking yeah. about a rough patch of about two years yeah two years of, of just what happened after after that due to due to the byproduct of Che passing away in that accident is we lost our relationship completely. Yeah, we were totally disconnected. My I wife, think my I wife closed every door to you. My wife was a complete zombie. My wife saw through me. I saw through her. Like, and she, like, I could, I couldn't. I like, I didn't know how to how to work with you anymore. Like, how 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 do I fix this? How do I how do I find yeah. you? How can you like look at me? It's like one of those things where where like you would see through me. You know, it's like you weren't even there. And it's just this, 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 it was one of the craziest times that I don't want to ever remember again. And it's not because of, of everything that you were going through that I don't want to remember. It's just like, I don't know who you were in that time. I don't know who I was. Um, Like nothing, nothing mattered. Nothing was important. It was just about. I was going through the motions. You know, I was trying to, I was trying to survive for other people not for myself. I had no self-love. I was lost. I I think pieces of me died with Che and and I was pregnant. So I was like, I got to live for my baby. I got to live for Che's kids. I got to yeah. live for my kids. I got to live for my mom because she doesn't have another daughter. I got to live for my husband because he married me and he's still with me in this. So, you know, um, and I got to live for JRE, just to be honest. JRE is Jenny Rivera Enterprises, um, what she left me, her treasures in my hands, you know, Um so I was living for everyone but myself. And honestly, the marriage was the last thing that I could even think of. I was working 16-hour days when I was pregnant. Like, yeah. I'd literally go to sleep super late and wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning, yeah. um, plus grieving. Mm-hmm. So people ask me, oh, Rosie, do you remember me? And if it was in 2000, I have a bad memory to begin with, but if it was 2013, 2014, part of 2015, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just say that it's a blur. And we were on reality shows. We yeah. were on I Love Jenny. And then we were on Rica Famosa Latina. And now, I mean, go ahead and watch it. You could see a whole different marriage. Yeah. You can see two totally different people physically, spiritually, emotionally. Yeah. I don't know why God let the world see us broken, babe, but he did. Because yeah. we didn't look for those shows. Those shows came to us. Right. Obviously, I Love Jenny, we were already on. Um, and Rica Famosa Latina came later. And, and, and people got to see this brokenness and that's so scary for me i didn't want everyone to see us but i didn't want to fake i'm not a fake so what you saw was uh, us in our brokenness so just to be um just to give you guys an understanding uh rfl rica famosa latina all that stuff that we talked about in the very beginning of our podcast of everything that we went through all the bad and the ugly that is all during that time yeah exactly just to let you guys know all that stuff is going on and in some shows we came out and we were acting and in some shows we just couldn't pretend and we were raw with each other and we were you could see that there was something in between us in some shows but i mean there was always us in that time we were both trying we we didn't hate each other we were just trying but we just couldn't make it work and you know sometimes in your marriage or your relationship when you're just trying to make it happen you're trying to make it work like but it just always doesn't just to be honest you don't feel it you don't feel the butterflies you don't feel Mm -hmm. like i want to be here but you know deep in your heart like i don't want to be with anyone else i don't want to start with anyone else this guy's been good to 
me in the past. He's probably not good to me right now, but yeah. he deserves credit for what he did. I can't or just I drop him. him. Yeah. So, or I made a vow to God or I made a vow to us. Like there yeah. are so many reasons why you stay and you don't feel it. So maybe you're there now because a lot of people write to me and they're like, I don't feel like I love my husband. And I tell them love isn't a feeling. I'm like, yeah. babe, we were bad at that time. But looking back on it now, we we loved each other because we yeah. wouldn't give up. When yeah. one of us wanted to give up, the other one would be like, you know, liking man. is a feeling. And there have yeah. been many moments in our life where we stop liking each other. Yeah. Where I don't like you right now. I don't yeah. like you. Oh, of we this told each other. Yeah. Oh man, like that was that was the the probably the hugest rough patch. And then we've gone through other rough patches where I do I where there was a time when we went through a rough patch where I just decided to quit my job. Oh my gosh, that was and, so scary. And that I remember I remember how hurt you were because I quit my job without telling her. Yeah. So um it really it really really surprised it her. It shocked me. I mean, women I think sometimes we are a little bit controlling especially in the finances. Why? Because we want security. Yeah. You know, like we we we're women of faith and we trust that God is going to come through, but then sometimes you got we got to be real. We have a plan A and we have a plan B and we have our savings and our husband has his job and I got my job and we're working on that side business and we're working on that book and we're working on his music, but really 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 I'm trusting that every you know, biweekly, there's a check. Yeah. So when he came home and said there was no ch- there was no check coming like, that week. Like, I didn't tell her I'm going to quit. I told her I quit it. I, I quit. was so mad. And you're, you're upset. You because had, you, you know had what? A right I didn't to be. feel like one. I yeah, felt exactly. like, why are you making this decision without and, me? And you were right. And you were absolutely right. I made that decision without you. I didn't consult with you. I just did it. I think we were slightly already having an argument or something like that. Yeah. And I just went off of it. And I just said, you know what? I can't. Well, I don't because do this. between Rough Patch of 2013 and 14 and 2015 and 16, there was a few like six months in between where there wasn't a war going on. Yeah. It was like a cold war. Yeah. We never really got to the depth of our issues. Right. So in between Rough Patches, there wasn't even like a yay. It mm-hmm. was more like a... We love each other, man. We're going to stay in this. But I don't no longer want to divorce you. But I don't know how to fix this. So let's just not fight. And that's what we tried to do in between rough patches. So here we go. 2015 going into 16. The rough patch begins with like the money issues. Mm -hmm. And we hadn't even had like a foundation or or a peace stage to hold us through for what was coming. Yeah. So I I think if, if... you're in between rough patches, but you've just decided to make a cold ro- war. That's not going to help, man. Nah. War is still war. Maybe there's no shots being fired, but there's also no warmth. There's also no caring. Yeah. There's also no cultivating the land. So you want fruit to grow, but you're not taking care of uh, of the depth of things. So like, you know, sometimes sometimes peace isn't what your family or what your relationship needs. You get me? Like yeah. sometimes peace is just silence. Like, like sometimes you just want to, and it's okay to sometimes just want to wake up and not have a fight. That's normal. Yeah. Like you just want to wake up and not go through it today, not not get involved today. Especially not- when I was giving you so many fights. Like I gotta be a hundred percent, and I have to take responsibility in that. When you hear your husband say, "Babe, you don't gotta be nice. I don't expect you to like tell me." you know, anything good about me. Just, can you not tell me anything bad for one day? Mm. Like just one day of not like nagging at me. You really got to step back and say, how many negative things goes out of my mouth? And then he said, and you know what, babe, can we, can we try not to fight for at least three days? 
Like that is how sad our life was. And I caused it because the woman makes the atmosphere of the house. We didn't call for it, but you know what? It's how it is. It's our responsibility. So when we're all stressed, when we're angry, when we're bitter, when I'm sad because my sister died and I'm mad because my life changed and I didn't want to take care of JRE and I wanted, I wasn't doing anything with my life that I felt was purposeful, you know, like, and I was causing arguments. I didn't want to. I promise I didn't want to. I didn't think I was self-sabotaging, but sometimes you're self-sabotaging and don't know until my husband opened my eyes and said, if we could just have three days without a fight, it won't be as hard. And I just really had to like check myself and say, I'm causing these fights. I'm not. And, and I, I I need you to know till now I didn't want to, babe. I just, all I knew was anger. All I knew was pain. Right. And I, and hurt people hurt people and and you're the closest thing to me man and you were sticking the closest and trying the hardest for me and i was just hurting you because i was just hurt inside and i've come to understand that babe that i used to i used to say uh, you know and it still comes out every once in a while now (laughs) you know where where i tell you it's like you wouldn't do that to so-and-so yeah you wouldn't be like that with this person you wouldn't be like that with that person but you know what i got to tell everybody that's listening is that your spouse or your partner, you're going to rile up the most passion out of anybody. Yeah. And I feel the exact same way. For good and for bad. Yeah. That'd like, the most like anger? I've never, I've never spoken to somebody the way that I've spoken to you when I'm yeah, upset. Just too. to be quite honest with yeah, you. Me too. I've never made the mistakes with anybody else that I've made with you. Yeah. You know? And, and granted, some people be like, ah, I'm raw or whatnot. And you could say like, yeah, I'll do that to a stranger. But nah, I'm talking about a person that is in your life that is important, whether that be your your mom, your sister, your brother, your 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 boss, your coworker, or something yeah. like that. You know, some people, you just don't dare do that. Granted, yeah, stranger, yeah, you're probably never going to see them again is what you're thinking. But nah, I'm, those people don't count and, if and you, you know would be what? like that. You just made me think of like PMSing, like you're on your period and you're like, oh, I can't control it. But honestly, we don't control it at home. Mm-hmm. But we're real good at church still, yeah. even if we're on our period yeah. or even if we're stressing. Like we find a way to go to the bathroom. We find a way to go cry in the car. Um, but if we're at home, we just don't put a cap on our anger right. and our feelings. And we have to find that rhythm to be like, you know what, babe, I'm having a really bad day. Let's just stay away. Give me a break. I mean, you know, keep t- take care of the kids for a little bit because I'm PMSing. And we just got to be honest yeah. and, and know that, yes, our husband is going to see the worst of us, but then he better see the best of us, too. Yeah. Like I if I'm going to give you the worst, Rosie, my goal is, is to give you less of the worst yeah. and to give you the best of the best, the sweetest, most romantic, mm-hmm. the greatest moments, share them with you. When I laugh, laugh the hardest, you know, um, because sometimes I think, you know, we're going to see our bad. But what happens when we're seeing our bad, bad, bad for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time yeah. and our and our significant other doesn't get that sunshine that we give our sister? You know, we give our best friend, hi, how are you? That's when things flip and you begin to have a bad life with small good moments. Yeah. And the whole point is to be the opposite, is to have a good life with bad moments, you know? And and we've shared with you guys now just two examples of rough patches. And we've gone through many. Yeah. Some that we remember, some that we don't, some that lasted a long time, some that were quick. But the whole point is that we just want to show you guys that we're just we're we're in the middle of this too. And we go through rough patches constantly. I think it's those rough patches that leave deep wounds. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, like, there, you know, marriages go through rough patches, but 
the ones that have left deep wounds are the ones that you want to heal and never go back to. Yeah. So when we come back from the break, we're going to share with you guys a few tips. What God thinks about Rough Patch. It is time. That is enough. That is enough of the abuse and the heartbreak and living in your past. Ooh, yes, baby. It is time to take your power back. Preach. And that is the title of my new book. And it just gives you the 12 steps that I took to get to a healthier place in my relationships, in my life, in my marriage, with my children. And I just want to give it to you. Believe me, I know the injustice wasn't your fault, but it is your responsibility to seek that healing. And my book can be one of the keys to get you there. I want this for you, but you have to want it more. Take your power back. And now it's your turn. Get Take Your Power Back today on Amazon.com. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. So what does God say about marriages and rough patches and where we should be? To start off, I just want to let you guys know that God never said that we were going to have a perfect marriage mm. if he was in the middle of our marriage. Yeah. There's something you got to understand that this world is going to bring transgression and we're going to go through stuff and life is going to happen. And you know what? Uh, we heard this uh, this weekend at a church called Oasis by Pastor Julian Lowe. He said, you will have death, and you're going to go through death. And, and by death, I mean whether it be your rough patch, you losing your job, you actually going through, passing through physical death of a family member or something yeah. like that. You will go through death. That means bad times. Yeah. But he never said you weren't going to go through that, but he did promise resurrection. Yes. That's what Jesus did. Jesus died and he resurrected. So that, as Christians, that's what we're supposed to understand. Right. Is that we can go through death in life, yeah. but we also have to believe in the same fact and with just as much faith that if we're going to go through death, that God is also going to resurrect us yes, back again. Yes, exactly. You and he me? does and he will. And, and it, you know, uh, I love hearing you speak like this, babe. Like it, you totally motivate me. You know, the word said in this life, you will have affliction. Mm -hmm. That was Jesus talking. Yep. He, you know... Coming, coming to know God and having a relationship with God and having a marriage and having children, no one ever said, oh, it's going to be totally perfect, wonderful. Never. It's always, not even the pregnancy is wonderful. I don't like when people pretend. Pregnancy is pretty hard. But he did say, but trust because I have conquered the world. Yeah. Like everything you've faced in the world, yeah. I have conquered it. You know, relationships, love, trust, yeah. betrayal, death, everything. Jesus conquered it. That's why we got to hold on to him. Yeah. And it's tough during rough patches to see the light. Yeah. You know, we feel you. We get you. We've been in that that rough patch where, you know, in the beginning I was talking about what can what can make a, a rough argument or a disagreement or a fight even feel like, oh, my God, this is going to last forever is when you make two mistakes. You go all the way to the past yeah. and start naming every single mistake y your spouse has done. And then you go to the future. Y lo maldices. Yes. Like yeah. you start talking about your future based on the fight you're wow. having now. Yeah. And that's when a rough Those patch, that's when a fight or an argument or a disagreement becomes a huge rough patch because now yeah. you were picking up a little mess Damn. and now you got to pick up a whole room full of poop Damn. everywhere. Because you're no longer hopeful of the future. Yes. And you're living in the past and you're yep. no longer hopeful of the future. When it could have just been, try, and I'm telling you because Abel and I still go through this. We're speaking not because we've 
conquered it and we've won it. We're, we're talking about the rough patch we just had a few days ago. We just learned like, babe, we're going to stay in the argument. Yeah. This is what happened. It's it's something you did or and then I reacted incorrectly. Let's stay there. Don't remind me of the 15 times I already did it. I know, baby, because I know me. Like, yeah. you know, and, and you know you and you know the times that you've done it. Really, really try that and stay so in this argument. Don't mention the 15 other times he's already done it and vice versa. Stay in the facts of this argument that's happening now. Wow. Don't go to the past and don't you go cursing your future. So good. That is so good, baby. And that is honestly the best advice that we can give you guys. The rough patches don't have to last long. Yeah. You guys have complete control over them. It's just about the way you handle them. Exactly. So that you you pretty much summed it up perfectly, babe. Don't look into your past because then you're going to start living in it again. Yeah. And if you look towards the future and you start talking bad about the future because of the present state in which you're in right now, yeah, you're not going to want to try for the future. And that's so, really going to affect you. So when you're having an argument, you know, um, Pastor, our pops, Javier Buena, always tells me, stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, take a break. Because yeah. girls, ladies, I want to argue. I want to speak until the problem is fixed. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take a little break and say, you know what? I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. I'm going to go read. I'm going to go pray. Maybe I'm not going to pray. Maybe I'm just going to go watch mindless entertainment. But I'm not going to sit here and keep thinking about what he said and I said and I should have said and he should have. Like, yeah. take a break. Come back to it later. Maybe it's 30 minutes. Maybe it's an hour or two. Give each other that time to say, you know what, I'm going to, and tell the, tell your spouse, I'm going to take a break. I'm not leaving you. I'm not abandoning yeah. you. I, I still want to be around you. I need to think. We're going to talk about it in about two hours. That really helps because then that person's like, okay, yeah. I got two hours. Um, That's one thing. Stay in the moment. Take a little break. But then, uh, go ahead. Another thing that really, it really helps me. Yeah. Or, or where I mess up in sometimes still, but I, what really helps me is when I stay truthful truthful to what my emotions are. Mm. Like you really say about what your emotions feel like. You don't go based off of the secondary emotion, which is anger. Yeah. Like, like you saying something to me that really hurts me I, yeah. it, sometimes your pride doesn't let you show that damn that really hurt me because yeah. you're like oh hell no nah, I'm gonna get him back yeah. you know and it's like even though it's a little bit humbling for you to feel and look like it hurt you so and good. for you like to either cry or for you to say like damn that like I can't believe you would say something like that is is better than you lashing back out at them to hurt them as well because if you're a guy you you know that sometimes girl tells uh, your girl tell you something and then you'll respond back. And you know for a fact already, right even before you're going to say it, you know, like, you'll know that that thing is going to hurt her longer than whatever little thing that she just told you. Yeah. A lot of us guys, we can just wipe it off and be like, whatever. Yeah. But sometimes, guys, we, we make the mistake of lashing back out at our girls. And we don't realize that it's going to damage them. They're going to think about it for days, weeks, maybe even months. <sighs> and it's just going to stay with them. And that's not a bad thing, babe. Like, I think yeah. that I think that girls are like that. They are we're a lot more, more f- fragile in yep. that sense. We're yeah. very strong in other ways, but like your words mean so much to me, babe. Like, and especially because my love language is like words of affirmation that yeah. it, it will stick with me. So thank you. You know, he's stay in your primary feeling. Yeah. You know, you're going to go into anger. You're going to go into like resentment. But if you just are vulnerable enough to say, man, that really hurt. Like, ouch you took it too far man like i know we're arguing but dude you didn't you didn't have to bring up you know whatever so one last thing and i think that this is the last thing i got for us today babe i don't know if you have anything else what do you do 
if you're already in a rough patch and you're trying to get out? What can you do? Because, yes, Jesus is the answer. Jesus has the power. But you know what? We have power, too. And we have to use it. We can't expect God to do it all and God to do everything. We have a responsibility in this marriage. It is you and I. So what can you as a couple do if you've been in a rough patch? You know, we're past the argument. The argument became weeks, became months. Serve each other. Mm. Go into directly just serving each other again. Like, stop bringing up the argument. Stop bringing up what got you here. Stop talking about your past and your future. Just serve him again as if, as if nothing had happened, as if it's your second day of marriage. Serve him as if you met him three weeks ago and you still got those butterflies. I'm not telling you you're going to feel them. I'm not telling you you're at that moment. But if you want to get back there or even to a deeper, more rich relationship, I mean, it can get better. Each year can get better. Yeah. You serve them again. Yeah. I was reading a devotional really quick, babe, and it just, it compared marriages to cable companies. Mm. You know how cable companies, they throw everything at you, and it's like, you got the best, and you're going to get the best yeah. deal, and it's awesome. And, and then you get it, and they don't answer your service anymore. Like, you, you need a service call, and they take three weeks to get to you, yeah. and then the prices go up. And you're like, dude, you treated me so well in the beginning. Wow. Why don't you treat me like this six now months you in? you got me. So stop treating... And then, and then what do you do? You cut cable companies and you go to dish. You can't do that with marriage. Yeah. You got to continue to give great service, even if you're in a rough patch, wow. even if they have complaints, yeah. even if they're not feeling it. Serve him and you're going to motivate him. I promise you, you're going to motivate him to serve you back. It's that thing that we constantly talk about here on The Power of Us and it's that's loving each other 100%. Yeah. When you love a person 100%, that means that you're not waiting 50-50. That means it's not you give and I give, you give and I No, loving each other 100% regardless of what they give back. But I guarantee you that they will notice a difference. They will feel it. And that that will motivate them to be like, I cannot be this person that just takes and takes and takes and I want to give back. That's the best advice that we can give you guys. Don't fear, man. You know, you may have an argument. You you don't got to be a perfect couple. Enjoy the season that you're in if it's amazing and don't fear going back into a rough patch. And if you are in a rough patch, you're going to get through it. I'm sorry to ruin the ending for you. But if you put your trust in Christ and you start serving your spouse, you're going to get through it together. You guys can do it because God and the angels and so many people are rooting for your marriage. This is The Power of Us. We'll see you guys next week. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.